as you lift your hands, I just want you to just say, always. <laughs> His love is unconditional. God's love is not made up of a list. It's just his love, hallelujah. <laughs> and because his love always surrounds me, it causes me to feel the depths of his mercy. It causes me to feel his hand of protection. It causes me to feel, hallelujah, it's grace even when I don't deserve it. Hallelujah. Mercy. Hallelujah. That's new every morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's such a loving God. Hallelujah. That his love refreshes me daily. He's such a powerful God. Hallelujah. He, he's such a kind God. He's such a wonderful God. Hallelujah. That he gives me new mercy every morning. Hallelujah. He doesn't allow me, hallelujah, to operate on yesterday's mercy because he loves me so much. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He extends me his fresh mercy. Hallelujah. He extends me a grace that will allow me to operate in the portion of today and not yesterday. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful that he loves me for today and not how he loved me yesterday. Hallelujah. That God, hallelujah, can love me yesterday when I fail, when I fall in it. But he can love me today now that I'm back standing on my feet. The same way he loved me yesterday is the same way that he'll love me today. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. I need somebody to say it. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Hallelujah. His love for me, his joy for me. Hey, hallelujah. He loved me so much. Hallelujah that he cares for me even when I can't care for my own self. He loved me so much uh, that even when I gave up on myself, uh, he never gave up on me. He's never doubted me. He's never repented because of what he created me to be. Even through my failures, even through my mistakes, uh, even through the moments where I robbed him, of being obedient and being faithful. It's his love. His love chastises me. His love, hallelujah, it lifts me. It lifts me from the places where I'm drowning in my own issues and my own thoughts. It's love, it's love, it's love. I need somebody to understand this today. It's God's love, hallelujah. It's not your money. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's his love. Hallelujah. It's not your degree. It's not your intellect. It's not how well you can preach or, or exegete a text. But it's his love. Hallelujah. It's his love that draws us into him. It's his love that causes us to honor him. It's his love. Hallelujah. Oh, his perfect love. Hey, hallelujah. His unconditional love. A love that goes beyond all my imagination. A, a love that's indescribable. A love that's untamable. A love that's unfathomable. He's indescribable. The love of God. If you and I could just really understand the love of God. The love of God. <laughs> See, under the old covenant, hallelujah, there was the law. <laughs> but under the new covenant that we live in, we live through the love of God. Hallelujah. 
that's where we learn how to honor him hallelujah 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 we don't honor him because we have rules we honor him because he's God hallelujah 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 rules can be broken hallelujah systems can be destroyed but when you learn how to love and honor god hallelujah 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 when you learn how to love god for who he is you learn how to honor him and when you learn how to honor someone hallelujah breaking the rule hallelujah hallelujah is not something that you want to do living beyond the rule is not something that you want to do because you honor God and you honor him for who he is I want to say that again your relationship with God is built on the foundation of your love for him it's it's built on the love it's, it's like the perfect example. Come here, Chloe. Come here, Chloe. Come here, bring her to me. I, I want to show you something. Come here, baby. This is my granddaughter. Her love for me is so strong that she shows it by honoring me every time she sees me. She says, Papa, say it. Papa. Every time I walk in the door, she says, Papa. And my response to her is to pick her up and to put her in my arms and to just hold her and to say, Papa's baby. That's what your relationship is to God. Every time you're in his presence, oh Rabbi. Every time you walk into his presence, his, his arms are open for you. He reaches out and he grabs you. Hallelujah. Can I have some Jesus? Give me some Jesus. Oh, Rabbi Sekete, Rabbi. Hallelujah. Give me some more Jesus. Come on. Give Papa some Jesus. Come on. Hallelujah. Train him up in the way that they should go, that they learn how to honor in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The same way. Honor. When you learn how to honor something, you learn how to love it. Come on now. You, 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 you learn. It's, it's the same way when 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 you're when you're when you're going the opposite way when you love sin you you learn how to honor what you're doing wrong that's why you keep doing it because you honor doing it the wrong way it's the same way when we love God you you honor him and it causes you to honor him with love in your heart with love in your heart hallelujah every time you give hallelujah whether it be financially physically every time you give you you're loving him because you honor him honor reflects the love that you have love reflects honor hallelujah thank you Jesus hallelujah thank you Jesus Hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord on today. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your hands if you can. I sense that the Lord is lifting the burden off of hearts today. Come on, off of your shoulders today. Let the Lord make an exchange that for my yoke is easy burdens are like my instructions for you hallelujah take my yoke upon you and learn of me hallelujah hallelujah 
Come on, let his love replace the weariness. Let his love replace the reasoning. Come on, come on. If you would just allow the love of the Lord to flow upon your life and to enter into your heart, hallelujah. The love of the Lord, hallelujah, will instruct you on how to move and flow. It's his love where he speaks. He, God speaks through his love. And I want you to lift your hands and just say, Lord, speak to me through your love today. God never speaks to us outside of his love. God speaks to us and he ministers to us through his love and from his love. It's his, it's his love that convicts. Come on now. It's his love, hallelujah, that corrects me, that owes me. Hallelujah. 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 Mom Brown, as you walked in this morning, I heard the prayer of the Lord coming from your heart. As I stand here now, as your son, I hear the cry of saying, Lord, keep my family. You've been praying for family been praying for your children that they would be reconciled back to the things of the Lord <laughs> you've been praying for your your grandchildren that they will experience the glory of the Lord and that the entire family will do the work of the kingdom whether it's in the marketplace or in the church you've been saying Lord bless my family Bless my children and keep them. And you, you've had a concern on your heart. Spirit of the Lord say, I've heard your concern. And he says, fear not. For the hand of the Lord is upon them. No sickness or disease. Hallelujah. Shall come nigh their dwelling. Long life. Oh, Rabbi Sekete Rabbi. The favor of the Lord rests upon them now. And the favor of the Lord rests upon your generation. Been praying for your brother. Hallelujah. The peace of the Lord rests upon him now. of the Lord rest on him now Father relieve him of his weariness Uncle John relieve him Father I hear the words of his heart I'm tired when you leave today mom give him a call let him hear your voice Just pray for him. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. All shall be well. <laughs> hallelujah. All shall be well. Yeah. Come on, let's worship with her. Come on, let's worship with her. Come on, let's worship with her. Come on, there's a release. Come on. Peace over his life. Give him sweet rest. Completed today. In Jesus' name. The peace of the Lord rest on his soul. Rabbi, 
Father, we thank you. Yep. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He's surrounded in his love and surrounded in his grace. Surrounded in his peace. Surrounded. Hallelujah. Surrounded. of God can restore, reconcile, and renew all that you needed to do. You simply have to allow the love of God to do it. The love of God. Come on, repeat after me. Say, Lord, let your love renew reconcile and restore my love for you a lot of the things that we deal with in our life discontentment discouragement disappointment that we have towards God it's it's not so much that we don't like God we've lost our ability to love God through difficult moments <laughs> We've lost our ability to, to, to see God and to love Him and to honor Him when it seems like all hope has left our lives, when it seems like the storms have completely destroyed everything in my life. Circumstances, life comes to do what? It, the enemy of life comes to steal, kill, and destroy my love for Christ. But if you could just find a way today to just love God, although the tears are rushing down your face. If you could just find a way to just love God, although the bills seem to be stacking up and, and no hope of relief is there. If you could just love God. I don't know who I'm talking to in person or virtually. Uh, uh, you could just love God when it seems like your family has just gone completely crazy and things in your marriage are just, if you could just find your posture and your position to just love God through this difficult moment, through this hard moment, the, the loss, the, the moments of grief, the moments of rejection, the, the moments of abuse. Come on now. I, I, I don't know who I'm talking to today, but God says that if you would just allow me to love you again, allow me to 
love you again. Allow me to just hold you again. I will restore your love for me. I'll reconcile your love for me. I love you that much that I'll never hold it against you, that I'll never remind you. I love you that much that I want to see you smile. I love you that much that I want to see you wealthy. I want to see you prosperous. I want to see you reach every dream in your life. I love you so much that I'll stand on the drug corner with you until you change your mind. I love you so much that I'll stay right there. I'll walk with you until you drink yourself crazy. I love you from an alcoholic state. I love you so much that I'll get down in the valley with you and I'll crawl with you. I'll walk with you. I'll labor with you until you can stand on your own. That's the type of God that we serve. He'll love you through it all. He'll love you out of it. He'll love you while you're in it. He'll never forsake you. He'll never leave you. He'll pick you up. He'll place you on solid ground. He'll turn you around. Hey, I feel the power of God, the glory of God, the love of God, the love of God. Come on, somebody just say the love of God. Come on, the love of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I stopped believing because I lost my love. I stopped serving because I lost my love. But God says that I never stopped loving you. I'm not angry at you. I'm not mad at you. Hallelujah. I love you. Come on, say, God loves me. Come on, say it out of your heart. Say, God loves me. Come on, say it again. Say, God loves me. God cares for me. Come on, he loves me. He loves me. He loves me so much that he gave his only begotten son. He loves me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The love of God. I speak to that person that is depressed today. God will love you right there. Lift your hands. Wherever you are. Agitation, anxiety. He'll love you right there, wherever you are in your life. Believe this, the love of the Lord is sitting right there. Hallelujah. Whatever you're experiencing, understand that the love of the Lord is right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't you believe for one moment that God has abandoned you and that God has left you. Hallelujah. Although he might be silent, his love is loud enough. So open up your ears, open up your eyes, and begin to see the love of the Lord. Hallelujah. Begin to feel the love of the Lord. Begin to feel the embracing of God's love for you. Oh, we thank you. We bless your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. A worship. Hallelujah. That reveals God's love. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Whatever you whatever you're in need of. I want you to just say, Lord, shower me with your love that I may endure this time in my life. Let love shower me to endure. Let love lead me through every dark moment. Let love lead me through every decision that needs to be made. Let love overshadow confusion. Let love overshadow anger, 
bitterness, unforgiveness. Let love be revealed in my life. Let love lead me to the promise of a dream coming to pass. Let the love of the Lord, Father, I thank you. Let the love of the Lord, let the love of the Lord, let us, let the love of the Lord reach this generation. of the Lord reach this generation where children feel lost the love of the Lord are today the Lord wants you to trust him and love him so much that you are able to cast your nets again (laughs) that's what I was going to teach about today he said to the disciples here in chapter number 5 of Luke Give me about 10 minutes. Says to the disciples in chapter number five of Luke. He was on the shore teaching and he noticed two boats that were empty and the fishermen were washing their nets. Jesus makes his way over and he gets into the boat that is owned by Peter. And it says that after he finished teaching, he spoke to Peter, spoke to Peter, and he said to Peter, out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Life has been so difficult in this season for some of us. Some of us have prospered, some of us have had great moments, but there have been some moments where we casted our nets into the sea and they came up empty. Jesus speaks to the disciples and he says to Peter and the fishermen go out into the deep cast your nets he didn't say go out and do it again he said go out into the sea and drop your nets never underestimate the power of Jesus' awareness in your life He was teaching mom and he noticed that two boats were empty. The fishermen, Jalen, were were washing their nets. He made his way over to one of the boats. He gets in the boat, he continues to teach. But when he's done, he looks at Peter and to the fishermen and he says, go out into the deep. I don't know who this is for today, but the Lord is in your boat. He's aware of where you are. 
He's seen that you have come ashore. Your boat is empty. He's gotten into your boat. So never underestimate the power of Jesus' awareness. Number two, never underestimate the power of Jesus' instruction. I read that to you when he finished speaking. He said to Simon, put out into deep water and let your nets down. Jesus uses the boat to empower Peter and the fishermen to push away into deeper parts of the lake. Remember your boat. <laughs> is the vehicle that will get us into the deeper parts of where God wants us to be. Don't abandon your boat in this season, if I can say that. Don't leave your boat empty. Don't cast your boat away. Whatever vehicle God is using in your life, Vita, come on now, go out into the deep. I'm going to quit my job when I just buy a brand new house. That's crazy. That don't make no sense. That, that doesn't make any sense that, that you would leave a good paying job. You just bought your brand new house. Uh, uh, you've got a good mortgage and God tells you, I need you to go out into the deep and cast your net again. But as you cast your net, I need you to leave what you have been depending on for so long. I need you to cast your net again. Never underestimate the power of Jesus' instruction. I get a brand new car. Things are in my life. And God tells me to go to barber school. And then, then I got to quit my job. How in the world am I going to provide? Don't underestimate his awareness. Don't underestimate his instruction for you. Jesus uses the boat to empower Peter and the fishermen to do what? Just lower your nets. Just lower your nets, but you've got to be in deep water to lower this net. Remember, the boat is not only the vehicle to move us further into deeper waters, but the boat is equipped with all the resources that are needed for you to succeed. <laughs> Jesus knew that all they needed to do was get in the boat again, get into deeper water, and drop their nets. Never underestimate the power of God's awareness in your life. Never underestimate the power of His instructions. The power and value of your boat and nets are key, and how we use them. Are we willing to launch out into the deep and drop our nets? I want you to see the boat that you're in right now. I want you to look at it. God is telling you Jesus is in your boat. He found you on a shore. He's aware. He's giving you instructions. Then number three, never underestimate the power of Jesus. Asking you to drop your nets. Remember that God already knows that you've not been successful, hear this, in what he's asking you to do again. That's powerful. Jesus asked them to do something that they were not successful in moments before he had just gotten into their boat. Peter says in verse number five, and Simon answered and said, Master, we worked hard all night and caught nothing. But I will do as you say and let down the nets. How many of us experience the moment when, when, when Jesus says, drop your net and you're like, I just did that yesterday and it didn't happen. I'm not doing it again. I, I, I just did that last week. I'm not doing it again because I, I, I went on Facebook and you told me to promote my business and, 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 and people would come and nobody showed up. I'm not doing that again because I don't like rejection. Come on now. Many of us don't, don't trust God and don't love God and honor him because we don't like to deal with being rejected. Peter was saying to him, Master, we worked all night and we worked hard and we came up 
empty. Maybe that's why Jesus was so aware that he turned to them because he noticed that the nets were empty. <laughs> when you're thinking that he's not looking, he's sitting right there watching what is empty in your life knows that you've been working hard. He knows that you put the time in. He knows that you have done everything that you needed to do and you're empty. But he says, when I'm finished with this one, I'm going to turn to you and say, get in the boat. Launch out and drop your nets. The power and the value of the boat and the net is that they give us faith and assurance to do it again. I want you to lift your hands and just trust God is going to tell you to do it again. Whatever it might be, do it again. Start the business. Do it again. Go back to school. Do it again. Whatever it might be, finish college. Do it again. Hallelujah. Go, go get the building. Do it again. They didn't give me the loan. Do it again. Whatever it might be, do it again. Do it again. Come on now. Do it again. And you're doing it from a better position on the lake. Sometimes the fish that we need to catch only live in deeper portions of the lake we are fishing. My second question, are we willing to trust the voice of Jesus to do it again? I did that on yesterday. I, I did it last week. I, 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 I did it last year. You, you, you told me to mend the relationship with my father that I've never seen. You, you told me to call my mama that I've never seen and she's abandoned me and she's sitting in jail somewhere. And you told me to go back and visit her again and get her saved. I've been trying to do it, but she won't return my call. He says, go do it again. <laughs> I failed the test in school. I studied hard. He said, go back and take the class again. Do it again. But understand, when you're doing it this time, you're in a different position than you were before. The first time, you were probably in shallow water. And the fish that you needed to catch don't swim in shallow water. The dream that you have doesn't dwell in shallow water. Come on now. Uh, the business that God wants to prosper in your life doesn't dwell in a $5,000 loan. He wants you to go out for the 100K loan. Come on now, you're, you're looking and you're thinking small, but God wants you to drop your net so that you can dream big again. God wants you to do it big. He wants you to dream again, but you got to launch out into the deep. Come on now. I, I know that, that people are going to laugh at you and, and people are going to look at you, but you got to understand that there were other fishermen still in the water. They were still out fishing, I could imagine. They were laughing at them saying, y'all been out here all night and y'all gonna get back out here and do it again? Man, you got to be crazy. But when Jesus, come on now, I need somebody to hear this. When Jesus is sitting in your boat, hallelujah, that is all you need. Hallelujah. Number one, never underestimate the power of his awareness. Number two, never underestimate, come on now, the power of his instruction. And then I like this, never underestimate the power of Jesus asking you to do something that you've already failed at. Whew. That's tough to get up and do it again. I like this, but then number four, never underestimate the power and the strength of your nets. Remember that what you have in your hands is what Jesus wants to empower you to succeed. What you have in your hands is what Jesus is going to ask you to use again. So don't put it down. Don't throw it away. Don't, don't sit it on a shelf. Come on now. He's sitting in your boat. Remember that your boat and your nets will require an upgrade for you to handle the loads of the new fish that you will catch. That in verse number six, and when they had done this, they enclosed a great quantity of fish and their nets began to break. 
start upgrading some things in your boat. Because the catch that you're getting ready to catch, you're going to need strong nets. You're going to need nets that won't break. You're going to need nets that can hold everything because God doesn't want one fish to miss your net. All the money that you need, he wants you to have a net that is strong enough to have it. He wants you to have honor and love and integrity that's strong enough to hold what he wants you to have in your life. Remember that your boat and your net is stronger than what you think. Don't become overwhelmed that your boat is taking on water. So they signaled in verse number seven to their partners, the other boat, for them to come and help. And they came and filled both of the boats so that they began to sink. I want you to hear this. This is just not for you. But God wants you to have such an overflow that you've got to call people that you know will honor the God in you to help you catch what you need to prosper. Remember that although you've missed the mark, Jesus has no problem of sitting in your boat. He has no problem sitting in your boat. When Peter saw this happen, he fell upon his knees and he said, Lord, I've sinned. Don't have a problem with that. Remember that Jesus will never cease to exceed your expectation. For amazement had seized him and all his companions because of the catch of the fish which they had taken. Luke 5, 9. And then I want to stop right here. Remember, this is only the beginning of what is to come. And so also, James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon, and Jesus said to Simon, do not fear, for now you will be catching men. Are we willing to be the disciples that Jesus wants to use to catch a broken and hurting generation? The power and value of the boat, the nets we possess are centered around the fact that Jesus is in the boat with us. Remember that Jesus being on the boat gives us the faith needed to become true fishers of men. Here's my last question. Are we willing to allow Jesus to take a seat on our boat? As you close your eyes, I want you to see the boat and the nets that you have in your hand. I want each and every one of us to be assured that Jesus is no longer teaching on the shore. But Jesus has become aware and he's given me the instruction to drop my nets. He's asked us to go out in the deeper waters and to drop our nets. Although we failed, although we've not succeeded, Jesus says, go out into deeper water and drop your nets. And because you obey and we obey, the catch in this season is going to supersede all that we have imagined. For God is able to do above, abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh within us. Don't underestimate the power that Jesus is aware that your nets are empty. Don't underestimate the power of his instruction that you'll be obedient. Don't underestimate the moment where he asks you to repeat something that has not been working for you. Don't, don't underestimate the power of the strength of your nets. Here is my question. 
Are you willing? Are we willing to allow Jesus to sit in the boat? This is our prayer this morning, Father, that you will ride with us in this season. Father, we thank you for strong nets in our family, in our money, in our health, in our integrity, in our honor, in our love for you. So, Father, we thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, put your hands together. Life would tell you to stay where you are. Life will say, don't move because you're going to spend more money than you should. Life will tell you, be comfortable here because it's just too tough to do it right now. Can I tell you this? That's when God speaks. I watched a young man go from having nothing to having something. Watched a young man decide one day that he wants to be a general contractor. I watched a young man who didn't have a degree in general contracting. I watched a young man go through so much pain and so much hurt. I watched a young lady walk into a military office to see her dream fall right before her face. I watched her stand in a TV and say, this is what I want to do. I, 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 I have watched a young man go to the academy after a dream that he wanted and then one day he says, I'm going to school. You're standing here looking at a young man who had fallen in so many ways. But when you decide to let Jesus sit in your boat, your signs of Iman roofing will be all over this city. Your business for fitness and health will be all over Instagram. I, I, I'm watching this young man. Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. Uh, I remember when he told me what his dream was. And I remember when he said, uh, I've exhausted that I'm going to go do what I love to do. And every week I see him posting something of him cutting somebody's hair. Don't tell me that God won't have you do it again and it won't work. And it won't work. Don't tell me that when God is sitting in your boat, that after you come out of debt, after you've been working a job that's so good, then God says, cast your net. Launch out into the deep. Because the catch that is prepared for you is going to require that I sit in your boat. Whatever you do, don't take Jesus out of your boat. When you don't know, let him sit right there. When you miss the mark, let him sit right there. When it's not working, let Jesus sit right there. When, when you just don't know which way to go, let Jesus stay in the boat. As long as Jesus is in the boat, he's going to push you further and further into the deep to catch everything that you need. <laughs> don't tell me that God ain't aware that it's not working. I love you. I appreciate you. Do it again. After not going to school for 20 years, for 25 years, go back to school and kills the dean's list like it don't even mean nothing, baby. <laughs> Y'all ain't do it again. Do, do it again. 
I'm bragging because sometimes you need to brag on what you've done again because somebody needs to hear it. Somebody needs to hear that you gave up something so that you could live again. Dream again. Do it again. May the blessing of the Lord rest upon your life today. In Jesus' name. If you haven't had a chance to give on today, I want you to give. If you haven't had a chance to give your tithe and your offering, I want you to do that today and remember what I taught you. We give because we love and we honor God. And you make a personal commitment. Can I give that to you today? That your tithe, your offering, and your seed is a personal commitment that you make between you and God. Remain faithful in that. We love you. Have a great day. I want to be saved today. I want to join the church. I want you to just lift your hands, whether you're here or online. I want you to just simply repeat these words after me. Lord, enter my heart today. Lord, fill me with the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, let the power of the Holy Ghost bring me to a place where I'm repentive for all of my sins. Lord, baptize me and fill me with the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, I ask that you be my Savior, that you be my Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ died on the cross. He rose again so that I might have life more abundantly in Jesus' name. If you pray that prayer with me today, not only are you saved, but the power of the Holy Ghost has filled your life in Jesus' name. May the blessing of the Lord rest in your heart today. Hallelujah. We love you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Peace to the family, peace to the bishop, and peace to us all. Have a great day. God bless each and every one of you. Amen. Come on, take us out.